Welcome to the PSA CPSU New South Wales podcast. I am Communications Officer Jim Minns. We are continuing with our COVID-19 podcast special series dealing with the departments that we look after, the members who are involved and how we're all dealing with the global pandemic of COVID-19. In this episode, we talk to POVB Chairperson Nicole Jess on how corrective services are dealing with the impacts of the global pandemic and the change in practice it has meant for members working in corrective services. Well, why don't we start off with uh, morale then? You know, how has the, um, the, the change in circumstances around visits and the restrictions around visits for New South Wales prison, prisons, how has that affected the morale of the staff who are working in these institutions? Um, well, morale is quite low at the moment. Everyone's very anxious and concerned about uh, COVID-19 and the impact that it could have on their personal life and their professional life. Um, the, but the visits, the, the shutting down of the visits went a long way to alleviating some, of, alleviating some of their concerns. We were extremely worried about, you know, people coming into the community and not being able to test them and not knowing whether or not they've been in contact with COVID-19. So um, that was one step that was really positive for the membership um, across the board. Has there been a, um, a worry that the reduction in visits could have a detrimental effect on the behaviour of the inmates and could that affect staff as well? Look, it's certainly having an effect on the inmates. Um, the, the tension's rising out there in, in different jails. Um, unfortunately, with visits, that's one way for them to get their drugs and contraband. Uh, so that's drying up right about now. When that dries up, they get a bit, they get very testy. Um, we have had several incidences in some locations at Cessnock and places like that where, you know, we've had to call in SOG, uh, which is our emergency response team that's been on standby. Um, you know, in, in several centres, we've had to increase our immediate action team um, to assist with the tension that's happening in the centres. The department's trying to work on strategies to try and bring this, um, you know, the angst from the inmates down. We're looking at doing visits with tablets, electronic tablets. Um, inmates have been given extra phone calls. So we're really trying to stop, um, you know, lockdowns as well. When Because of COVID and self-isolation, you know, we, we, are, we are seeing a bit of a uh, rise in people being off work that can have an impact on, um, you know, whether or not a centre's fully operational. Mm. So the department's working, and we're being able to at the moment, have, you know, every jail open. But the problem that we've got is if, if it rises more in the community and there's more staff that have to isolate because of um, it increasing in the community or we have an outbreak in the centre, it's going to be very difficult. So we're just trying to monitor all the situations that are happening around the state and work with the department to get good results to maintain security. Does staff uh, have access to PPE uh, at at an optimum level, considering the circumstances? Um, 
I wouldn't probably say optimum level. Um, I would say that PPE gear is short um, around Australia. We we have to make sure that we're using our PPE gear appropriately. Everyone would like to have a mask. Well, having a mask isn't going to stop you from, you know, getting COVID because you touch your hands and later on you touch your face. We've got to we've got to get the message across that. You know, our personal hygiene is paramount. Do not come to work if you have the flu-like symptoms. Mm. Um, and some, for some reason, that message is still not getting through. Mm. Um, we cannot afford an outbreak in our centres and court locations, and we cannot afford an outbreak, the outbreak in our in our communities to get higher. Um, so I understand people's need to come to work, but the longer this goes on. The, the the greater risk that we have of it coming into into our centres and people coming to work with flu-like symptoms is only going to exacerbate everybody's anxiety as well. And then the need for PPE gear is increased. So we need to be smart about it. We need to be washing our hands constantly. The hygiene teams in the centres, which is made up of inmates, um, from what I hear, are going around doing a good job and the overseers are doing a fantastic job in running those um, hygiene inmate teams um, and we need to make sure that you know our social distancing in the jails is, is the best that it can be and you know and then the PPE gear that we do have is going to be used appropriately and for the inmates that for responding to inmates that are isolated or when we get a confirmed case you know don't get anxious don't use it just to ease your Anxiety, a mask, isn't going to be something that just, you know, mm. stops COVID-19. The strength and effectiveness of the union depends on you and your colleagues standing together. If you work in the New South Wales Public Service and the federal system, consider joining the PSA CPSU New South Wales. This movement is striving to make New South Wales and Australia a better place for all working people. United we bargain, divided we beg. Head to psa.asn.au forward slash join. Protect yourself and make a difference. Is there anything that concerns you that's not being addressed by the department that the union is fighting for that you want to talk about? Um, look, I think there's a lot of confusion about the special leave and and that concerns me. Um, you know, the Premier's Cabinet instruction is, is, you know, not doesn't have a large amount of detail in it. Uh, we'll be writing to our Minister to get clarification from his perspective. We'll also be writing to HR in regards to their perspective. Um, that seems to be different to what we believe. Um, and, you know, I believe that the government wants people to stay at home and that therefore that special leave is to, you know, assist people in staying home and not spreading it in the community and not spreading it, you know, into correctional centres or into emergency service workplaces. Um, like like nurses, paramedics, police, we need all those people and, and us to keep at work so we can still keep running and um, be effective. Um, but I, I, the special leave is definitely a concern for our staff um, in protecting themselves and protecting, you know, the workplace. So once we get some clarification on that, we will be putting it out in a bulletin.
That was POVP Chairperson Nicole Jess. And that brings us to an end of this COVID-19 special series of podcasts from the PSA CPSU New South Wales, where we're talking about the industries affected by the global pandemic. This is a new run of series for us, and we're, we're trying to relay as much information as we can to our members when it becomes available to us. Uh, if you have any suggestions on stories or questions that you want us to address specifically within the podcast, you can message us on our Facebook page at PSA New South Wales. So until the next episode, which will be coming very soon, we hope you're doing well out there and we hope you're looking after yourself. Take care.